Spartans! What is your profession? Welcome to Wolverine Nation. I say what I mean, I mean what I say, and I say what needs to be said. Global leader in military combatives. 45 martial arts world titles. Renowned actor, writer, and a malicious warrior with brutally honest opinions. This may step on some people's toes. If it does, then you're a special kind of stupid. (laughs) (laughs) This is America's Sheepdog. Kicking it with the Wolverine. Hello, everyone. Here we are with the Legend Show with Professor Gary Lee. And now I will turn it over to your host, Professor Gary Lee. Professor, are you there, sir? Aloha, Wolverine. How are you? See you. I'm doing great, Professor. How are you doing? Well, I'm really excited tonight. I get to talk about my Kempo buddy, David Brock, and my voices are on the air tonight. And you know what? Reverend Cousin Eddie can't wait to talk to the Wolverine because you know what he did? He found what out he do? about you. He researched you. He went back ah. to Facebook or whatever, YouTube. He found you, and he thinks you're a hoot. I can't wait for him to tell you how excited he is to be able to to be able to talk to you and talk about the things that we're going to talk about. He is really awesome. excited about me, man. He, he thinks you're a hoot. You know what he saw? He saw you do a bow. Just a bow uh, before you start doing the sword. Oh, yeah. And he said, he said you look like a lawnmower and rocket fuel. <laughs> awesome. I thought it was so awesome. But, we're going to have anyway, a good show. Yeah, we got a we got a great guest, and we got we got the most knowledgeable people in the martial arts that's going to be talking on this show right here. So if anybody's listening to martial arts talk radio, this is where they want to be because this is where the people with the knowledge gather. So, Professor, you just go right ahead and introduce your first guest and have a ball. Well, this is a tempo superstar, ladies and gentlemen. He has been around for a long time, and he hangs out with some of the most important Kempo people in the world, the great John Conway, Dave Romero, and he is under a great man. And my prayers are with him right now because he's fighting the big C. I'm talking about the great Bob White. But my special guest tonight is one of my personal friends, one of my history journals, ladies and gentlemen of the Sport Cry Museum, Mr. David Brock. David, you there? David, where are you, buddy? Yeah. You're not talking about David Chambers, correct? No, I'm not talking about David Chambers. I'm talking about David Brock. David Chambers, you're here, though, right? No, I'm not here, sir. You're not here? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me find out where uh, David Brock is. I mean, golly bum. 
he he must have got off the line by accident. But in the meantime, is Tom Spellman here? Yes, I am. Tom, take a moment to yeah. talk about what you've done with our website. Before I get David, I'm going to try to call David. Well, you know, we continue to try and upgrade and expand the the uh, resources and the opportunities with the website to service, you know, our history generals and the general martial arts community that we serve. Uh, we are... Uh, working to try and make sure that uh, events that are coming up um, will be uh, recorded on there uh, that we support. Uh, and uh, that way people can, when they're interested in maybe going to an event or registering for an event, they'll be able to go to our website where we keep it and, and be able to do, see that and, and actually use buttons to make direct contact. Uh, things that we uh, uh, have like set VR and various other things. I mean, there's a lot of things we're trying to do to make sure that the public can eventually get to where they can come to our website and find just about any kind of service or any kind of thing they need to, to be in the know and not have to search around the website uh, in hopes of trying to find the right thing because there's so much confusion out there when it comes to, you know, terms like karate and everything else. It can be, you know, it can take hours to try and sift through it all to try and find the right stuff. So we're working really hard to make sure that our website will serve that, that purpose for the martial arts community out there. And, of course, the history generals and all the other people that come to us that we're so proud to have an association with uh, and uh, events and things um, that they uh, sponsor and work with and causes and everything else, too. So it's a really, really great opportunity for us to be able to continue to grow with the community and with all the things that the community is, is going through, uh, you know, in every stage of its evolution and every opportunity to expand uh, the um, understanding and op opportunities for people to be able to know more about karate historically and culturally and, and everything else besides the, the usual stuff that you would expect to find on the website. Well, you know what? really interesting, Tom, is that you've done a lot in the past couple months with the website. And by the way, if anybody wants to check it out, you can go to www.sportcrowdmuseumarchives.com. Hold on a minute, guys. David's trying to call me right now. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. there. Okay. I, that's David. He's calling me right now. And I'm sorry. I apologize for the misunderstanding that happened. But, you know, Tom, I want to say one more thing. If anybody is a history general or an ambassador and they want to put their picture up on the webpage, which is really, really powerful, how would they do that? Give them their email so they know where to send it, please. 
Okay, well, um, the email is DAI, it's really long, D-A-I-M-O-N-R-Y-U-B-U-D-O-K-A-I at yahoo.com. Now, if you want to send it by phone, okay, the best way to do that, and that's a convenient way, and generally the pictures are digitalized going through the phone most of the time, so they come out as a better quality than sometimes the uh, 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 putting up or putting up on the, on the, the, the uh, uh, pages and stuff like that. You can contact Gary uh, at the headquarters, and he can give you the phone number. I, I, I don't really want to give my phone number out you know, on, on the live air if that's possible. And that way you can make sure that they are indeed a history general or when you give them the history general or ambassador um, title, then obviously that's the best time to be able to contact me to do so. Well, you know, today we talked about something really, really special, Tom. We're going to put together a special history general ring and ambassador ring. And also we're going to have future in the future T-shirts. And some hats and some really cool things for the Sport Crowd Museum idea to support what we're doing. And if you really want to check it out and see what we're doing and look at all the amazing things that Tom has done, you please go to www.sportkaratemuseumarchives.com. And... Tom, I want to say thank you so much for all the work you do. And also something very special, you're coming in October, bringing your lovely wife, and you're coming in October to celebrate your sensei's tribute, aren't you, to uh, Jerry Smith's tribute October 6th. Are you looking forward toward that? Very much. Uh, You know, I've been with sensei now for about, 54, 55 years, and uh, I have been blessed with his knowledge and wisdom and really blessed with his friendship and trust. And so, yes, I'm really looking forward to coming there and getting together with a lot of my brothers, and I'm bringing some of my senior students as well so that they can meet their, their you know, their teacher's teacher. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful event, and uh, I'm also looking very much forward, and so is my wife to officially meeting, uh, you know, Karen Herdman and talking with her um, and uh, very excited about what she has to say and share with us. Oh, you know what's exciting, Tom? We confirmed that Mike, Mike Stone, the great superstar of American martial arts, one of the best friends that Jerry Smith's had in his career, he's coming in from the Philippines to come to the event. How cool is that? That is so cool. Having my That's a very cool thing. Yeah. Back in the day, um, you know, uh, Dave uh, was down around the Orange County area, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure where he is these days, but back in the, those days, and uh, I ended up taking over uh, the Tracy School in Westminster uh, in 76, and so uh, we were all there along with uh, – uh, you know, um, Mike and his school in that neighborhood. It was kind of like a nice little tiny clutch of really, really exciting and, and wonderful times in the, the, you know, the middle 70s going into the 80s. 
for what was happening in that neck of the woods. And, of course, down below that, towards, closer to the beach, was uh, always been uh, Bob White. So it was a really neat community there. Yeah, yeah. Now, did David Brock get on the air yet? David, are you here? I am on the air. I've been listening. Wow, cool. And first, David, let me say, I apologize for you about the misunderstanding about the call in. And I appreciate the fact that you're too busy to wait around. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Gary. I'm never there too busy go. for Gary Lee. No well, way. Well, let me, let me reintroduce my dear friend, a Kempo superstar, ladies and gentlemen, under the great, the great, and I say this one more time, great Bob White. He hangs out with amazing Kempo people like my friend John Conway, David Merrill. He was one of the best lightweight fighters we had in the country. He's an international Long Beach champion. Let me introduce to you guys not only my friend, but a history general for the Sport Crime Museum. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. David Brock. Hey, Dave. Thank you, Gary. Well, no, thank you, Dave. I appreciate your patience. And, uh, you know, I, I can honestly say this on the air. I respect you, and I love you, David Brock. I mean, you really I are my you. friend. I love now, you too, Gary. I always have. The first thing I want to say is my prayers are with Bob, okay, because I understand he's dealing with the big C, and yeah. he's got I was just, a, just, I was just with him on Saturday. I sent you a picture there. Uh, uh, we were together Saturday with me, Bob Mitchell, and Brian Strain, and, and Bob White. And uh, I sent you that picture to let you know Bob certainly doesn't look too good, um, and he's and he's struggling. There's no doubt he yeah. can't speak. He's lost a lot of weight, uh, but he's a tough guy, man. You know, he's well. Every time you're around him, every time you're around him, promise me you'll tell him I love him and much mahalo, because. You know, I, I love Bob. Bob came to the grand opening of the Sport Crime Museum, gave me some really personal stuff, and you know, I yeah. love his Kempo career. He was he was one of the great animals, like you. So tell me, what, did, what year did you make black belt, David? Well, I'm Bob White's first black belt student, April twentieth, nineteen seventy four, and I was promoted last summer to his highest ranking student. So. That is been cool. around with, I've been with him for 53 years. 53 years we've been together. Wow, 53 years. Now, yeah, well, I've been under him for 53 years. I, as uh, everybody knows in Orange County, I went on my own. And I've had my own schools for a while. So, um, You know one of the things I love, uh, David, when you tell me the story when you came to Texas and Galveston and – Tell me, tell that story on the air about how you appreciate fighting Ishmael, world champion Ishmael Robles, and your experience in Texas. Tell, well, tell that story. I, I yeah, I, 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 I fought and beat three of the guys over there, the top guys, Jimmy Tabaras, D.P. Hill, and I met and fought Ishmael Robles in the finals of the Long Beach Internationals in 1976. And he was a tough cookie. I won, but, I mean, we had a great fight. Uh, Ishmael always, every time I see him, he says, God, I tell everybody this guy in California kicked my ass and blah, blah, blah. And I said, listen, I don't know who you're talking about. 
<laughs> I know for a fact that the Ishmael Robles I fought was phenomenal. He was a tough guy. But I was on, you know, I was, you know, I had a good career. I was, I'm pretty lucky. I'm pretty blessed. Now, you know what blessing is you to hang out with my friends, like I said, David Morrow and John Conway. Are those great guys? I love them. Yeah, people. absolutely. Well, I'll tell you one thing. John, John Conway has got so much knowledge. He really surprised yeah. me. He, that guy's very knowledgeable, and he can back it up physically. He's a tough old dude, you know. Well, um, you, know, you, know, you know what's really cool? You know what's really cool, Dave, is that his dad was the one that coached and helped put together that team that went to Europe that Elvis Presley sponsored. And yeah. Because of Tom Kelly, Robert Chief. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Don Yeah, Ron Man, Martini, Don Garcia, Benny, uh, Tom Kelly, and uh, I don't know a few other guys, but uh, yeah, I was a brown belt that year. And they, but they I, went I, I, I'm yeah, in they that fought. movie. They, they did. I'm, I'm okay, in that listen, movie. They, I got they a little bit of a Tiki Dobbins. Tiki Dobbins. What's that? The guy from Europe, that's the guy who brought him yeah. over and they fought. You know what's really funny? I, I, when I talk to Robert Cheney all the time, they had to wear the flare D pants, and on the bottom of them, it says FLH. Not FLH, I'm sorry, TCB, taking care of business, mm-hmm. which is Elvis. <laughs> uh, that's trademark. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. That's cool. Now, yeah. Dave, he's produced some major event. Tell me about a couple of the events that you produce. Like, I know you do Full Contact, and what else yeah. do you produce? Well, I am licensed in the state of California. I was the fifth guy to ever get a license in um, 2006 to promote MMA fights. So I, I threw my hat in there, and uh, one of my very, very good friends for 40 years is Bruce Buffer. You know, he's the announcer for uh, UFC and Bruce is, did my first two events I did for me and announced my shows for me. That's why kind of you know gave me a little bit of clout and I ended up doing a super huge show in the Philippines with Hoyce Gracie and Ken Shamrock and Josh Burnett and you know Rico Rodriguez and Yuki Kondo and I mean it list goes on and on and on. We it was a great show. So that kind of got me going on that. So I've, I've promoted about nine shows. They're real hard to do, believe me. They're not easy. My hat's off the UFC and Bellator. They're very professional. They're the, the, the king and queen of the business. But I still go to all the shows. I still know a lot of the fighters. And it's really a lot of fun to go to those shows. Yeah. You know what, Dave? You, you are someone else that really, really admires someone that is very special to me. I'm talking about Garrett. Talk about Garrett for a minute. Your son Garrett? Are you kidding me? What a talent! He's a he's he's one of the most all-around talented guys I've seen. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of great people, man. A lot of great fighters. A lot. Of, see, he's a, he's a well-rounded martial artist. He, he's great at forms, great at fighting, good at self-defense. And I, you know, I haven't seen him do weapons. I'm sure he does because you did, right? You know what? He won Chuck's tournament. The kickstart tournament a few years back with a bow. He, he's pretty. Oh, wow. In fact, I'm I believe it. YouTube. I'll shoot it to you. It's pretty impressive. Is he going to uh, compete at the October 7th Cup Awards? He, he will perform 
in honor of probably Jer- Uncle Jerry Smith as I see. a okay. dual performance. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, yeah. you know, he could be in Color Wars in the first five years for Mr. Kirby and Shadashi, who, you know, brought it together. But now yeah. he just sucks on doing a performance for the special Well, I know you're a proud dad. Honor. I, know, I, I know you're a proud papa. He's uh, he's well, great. Yeah, he's am, very I talented am. man. He's, you know, I I, I don't I don't brag too much about too many great people out there, but but Garrett is in that category. I think he's one of the most talented Thank guys you. I've seen. Thank you. Well, listen, David, don't go nowhere because I'm gonna bring you back at toward the end of the show, and we're gonna play okay. the Legends game. Now, let me share this with you. Bob White invented that, and that's where I. Say a name to you, and you get to talk about a couple minutes, and I give you his, try to give you as many names as we can within the time frame. But no worries. Bob White invented that. So at this time, I would like to. Well, I'm going to talk about a very special segment that the Wolverine allows me to do. It's called the Voices, and it's so cool. I get to introduce. Five incredible people that are, well, they're just amazing. And I'm going to introduce them, and then I'm going to bring them on individually, okay? Okay. And, okay. The first person of the voices i like to introduce is an amazing lady competitor. She is a TKL champion, and she is trained in karate, shoru karate, and now she's a mystic, psychic, kung fu, jigong, <laughs> possible lady. How <laughs> about Miss Karen Slatcher. Karen, how are you? I am so blessed. I can't stand it. How are you? Super. I'm doing great. I'm trying to deal with my eight dogs and do the show Oh, it's show okay. Now. You bet, honey. Now, I would like to introduce the next person of the voices. Now, this person is very special, and you got to listen to him talk a little bit earlier. He is the web designer of the Sport Crime Museum webpage. He's a Tiffany Black Belt, a professor, not just someone that goes by that name. He's actually a professor. Someone that is really special in knowledge, ladies and gentlemen. And he deals with me every day. I'm talking about the one, an amazing man, Mr. <laughs> I love saying it. <laughs> Mr. Tom Spellman. Professor. Tom, are you there? Thank you, Gary. I'm afraid that my head is going to be so big I won't be able to get back out of this room. (laughs) The more I practice, Tom, I'll be better every week, I promise. Oh, God help us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, (laughs) this is very important, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm just getting started. The third person I'd like to introduce of the voices Again, is very special, and he is someone I've known since he was a large belt. But now he's the president of the largest sport karate association in Texas, known as the AOK. 
is a golden Greek winner. He is someone that I admire. And I talk to him every day. I'm talking about Mr. David Chambers. We call him D.E. for short. D.E., are you there? Yes, sir. Welcome to the voices. And thank you so much for putting up with me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the the next person with the voices, again, is very special, very close. And in Hawaii, if we say the word uncle, it just means family. Ohana, without a doubt. He is a writer and a personal advisor for the Fort Crowley Museum. He just recently wrote the big article, the four-page layout in the Masters magazine for the event we did last year. I would like to bring on, I call him Uncle Jim, Mr. James E. Moore. Uncle Jim, are you there, sir? Yes, I am, sir. Thank you for How that intro, doing, sir. Thank doing you so great. Much. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm excited that we're we're doing this. And thank you so much for being on the voices. Now I always say I say the last of the best. And probably I'm I really feel that because this man has been my personal hero for many years. I never dreamed that I would be able to talk to him three or four times a week, and then have him on a live radio show, ladies and gentlemen. This man trained with the great Joe Lewis. In fact, a few years ago, my dear friend John Timidaz wrote, he actually gave me Joe Lewis's Bible that that Joe Lewis gave to him. That's right. Now, he worked at Black Belt Magazine with the likes of Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee and Joe Lewis, Walk the hallways. He was a personal bodyguard of Motown's greatest and the Beatles' Ringo Starr. He was one of the best fighters that we had in America in the 60s. He beat everybody. In fact, he was so proficient, the great Al Tracy and Jim Tracy gave him a karate school on the East Coast. So he's not just known on the West Coast, but he's known on the East Coast. But the best part of it is he's the founder of the BKF, better known as the Black Karate Federation. And now he is the president of the BKF, and we're going to honor him October 6th in Houston, Texas, at the West Chase Marriott. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes, but I'm so excited every time I get to introduce this great martial artist. And if you want to know more about him, if you want to know more about him, go to Wikipedia, the great information source, and type in Jerry Smith martial arts. And you'll get to read about this great man. So without further ado, my dear friend, Uncle Jerry. How are you, sir? I'm fine, Gary. Thanks so <laughs> thanks so much for that uh intro. It's wonderful. I love it. I love it. I've been practicing. I'm I'm totally humble. 
I've been practicing in front of a mirror all day to do that, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm very honored. Well, at this time, I'm going to pass the talking stick over to the great Wolverine. Wolverine? Yes, sir. Here's the that talking was, stick, sir. That was awesome. I mean, you did a great intro there. So you can keep going and bring on the first voice and ask them the first questions. We look. I'm sure all the listeners are looking forward to hearing their topic and what they got to say. Super. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the purpose of the voices is to simply put these five amazing people together every week, and we talk about topics that that we should talk about. Some maybe we shouldn't talk about, and some topics that need to be talked about. And tonight, well, tonight's question tonight is very simple. You know, is your personal martial arts journey really important? And what do you do to really build your brand? So the first person in the voice is out of etiquette and respect, I want to bring on the lady, Miss Karen Slasher. Karen, are you there, honey? I am here, sir. Okay. The question, again, is your personal martial arts journey really important? And what do you do to build your brand if you have a brand? What I did, I guess it was, of course, it was important. It was important to me and it was important to my family because I gave my life to it. I dedicated my life to martial arts when I was nine. And so anybody who wanted to date me or marry me had to, had to work in the schedule. <laughs> My kids grew up as dojo rats. We, just, we were a martial arts family. And because of that, I worked very hard to make it matter. It had to matter. And I had to be a good teacher, and I had to know the history. All of that was my personal standard for being a teacher. And then I... I had to work, I had to give back, so I did a lot of work for uh, the National Qigong Association. I was on the board of directors for 12 years, and I wrote for three years for Official Karate Magazine, trying to tell my side or make people understand certain things that were going on in the country that they were missing in the martial arts world. But ever since social media, it's been so much easier to build a brand, to have your name out there, to advertise your accomplishments and to to advertise new classes, things like that. It's just been so much what a boon. It's been wonderful. And of course well, it's you know, idiots, but it's been good. You know what I think about Karen, I think about when you think about brands, I think about Quaker Oatmeal, an old man on a box. Rice. What rice? Uncle Ben's rice. <laughs> okay. Cracker Jack. Caramel corn. <clears throat> peanut, and a prize inside, a brand. You know, I love brands. I love the fact that now when people say Professor Gary Lee, they say Sport Crime Museum. And when they say Karen Slatcher, they say now Kung Fu. I love that. I love that. So, Karen, you have a great evening. And thank, thank you, you for being part of the voices. And I Thank you for having me. Every week, every week. Now I'm going to pass the talking stick over to this next gentleman, 
is part of the voices. And he is, as I said earlier, a very important part of the Sport Crime Museum. He is the web designer of the Sport Crime Museum. A century black belt. And I want to bring on my dear friend, my brother, Mr. Professor Tom Spellman. Tom, are you there? Yes, sir. Are you passing me the stick? Well, I have as soon as I said the question one more time. Is All your right. personal martial arts journey really important? And what do you do to build a brand if you have a brand? So, yes, I'm passing the talking stick over to you. Thank you very much. I'm honored. In my journey, and, and from my perspective anyway, I am responsible to practice and perpetuate that which I have been entrusted with by my senseis, which I have taught now for 57 consecutive years of my life and counting. Legacy is not just a story, but a, a living, breathing entity that not only continues to exist, but expands and grows with the infusion of energy, passion, and vision of its exponents. History as a collection of data, happenings, and consequences are important, but without knowing the whys, the hows, and the wherefores of its evolution, a practitioner may experience the effects of a uh, relay race baton that has been dropped along the path, never to finish the race, never win the prize. That baton must be uh, firmly grasped, securely handed off intact to each consecutive team member as they all strive to do justice to all the sacrifice, attention to technique, coaching, and esprit de corps, which of course means a, a feeling of pride and fellowship and common loyalty shared by the members of a particular group and that team to be able to finish the race. However, remember that the race lives on in others, even if you choose to not run further. There are new members, new future leaders, and the race is always about putting one foot in front of the other. Breathing and pace are crucial to the success of the performance as we, uh, as our knowledge and of the distance that to be run uh, and the quality of the knowledge and stories of the commitment required to cross the finish line. Always remembering that the goal of striving to obtain a new personal best in the effort, effort of every stride. So after studying and sharing the arts of my teachers, experiencing the life values and dynamics they have taught me in the process, and seeing them blossom in the hearts of my students is personally very deeply rewarding. I'm convinced that the soul deepening initiations that my teachers and I and my students have gained throughout our practice have benefited ourselves and those with whom we live, work, and dream in community. Therefore, what could be more important than finding an effective vehicle of self-actualization and sharing it with those whom you love or who are also seeking the transformative experience of a journey that you have trod? This is my martial arts, my art. This is my brand. For my heart and my spirit bears its mark for all to see. And with that, wow. I pass back to the top. The walking <laughs> I can say walking. Yeah, the walking stick. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Professor. For You're welcome, that. brother. That is so personal, and I can see that every time I talk to you, all the wisdom that you just portrayed just now, too. So thank you. 
Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it so much. Now You're welcome. I'm I'm you. Yes, sir. I was going to introduce this next gentleman of the voices. He is someone that I admire. I mean, I've been in the martial arts since 
ex- exemplary. You know, she can actually be a positive person for the government. That's a beautiful thing to be able to say because I can, that life was adjusted by being an organization. So what I'm saying is, Gary, the same way that you assisted me when as an orange belt and brought me to another level, I could, those things make a huge difference in somebody's life. Uh, I, I always said I would never let you cut nothing on my stomach like I've seen you do on a thousand people. But but the same <laughs> breath, for me for me to see but for me to see you actually teach me something in a few seconds that was amazing. That was amazing. You know you know right. the world championship that was won was great, but it was what I learned from you at that second those few seconds I get to have now. I kept that for life. So some right. things that that type of effect. That type of effect is huge. Now I still won't let you break no board over my head. You did that once, but that, you know that was about the thing. I, I did that slide. before. Though. I broke no board over your head. I remember that. You yeah. had. That was a you long had. time ago. You know, that was a long time ago. I got wise now. <laughs> but those you things last for a lifetime. That has for life. Well, and the last thing, the last thing is that. I want to say, what can I help tomorrow? We have a blessed event on May the 13th. We got Garrett doing a, a seminar. We got Jeff Doss doing a seminar. We have the LK uh, uh, team being represented. All that to hopefully change some lives. So that's uh, May 13th. So I'm looking forward to saying what this journey can do, not only in the past, but what we can do now and tomorrow. So I'm excited about it. Well, you Hello. should be. And you know what's really cool, D, is that you're still doing it. And you're, you're part of a very important part of, you know, a radio show called The Voices. And I want to thank you so much for taking time and spending time with the old wife. I appreciate that. Now, I appreciate you. I'm going to pass the talking stick over to the amazing Wolverine. And he's going to introduce a couple of sponsors that we're going to talk about. Wolverine, here's the talking yes. stick, buddy. Yes, sir. Well, right now it's time for our commercial break, so we're going to hit the sirens. We're on a commercial break, are you? <laughs> okay. Uh, Professor, you can bring on uh, Mr. Spellman so he can talk about how they can go to the webpage and uh, get the information about the two next guests that, are, that you're going to be talking about, or the two, two commercials you're going to be talking about with Set VR and the uh, U.S. Martial Arts Show. So back to you, Professor. Thank you. Thank you for the talking stick, Wolverine. Now, I'm going to bring Tom on before I actually talk about it. Tom, are you there, buddy? Yes, sir. I'm right here. Okay. Let me let me introduce to you, ladies and gentlemen, that we're going to be doing something very special October 19th to the 22nd. We're going to be doing, uh, we're sponsoring the Action Martial Arts Film Festival, the 50th anniversary of Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee's famous movie, Enter the Dragon. There'll be over 50 films showed at the Scottsdale, Arizona theaters they're going to have it at. Now, famous people that have done movies throughout the years of the martial arts will be there. Confirmed, Don the Dragon Wilson, Cynthia awesome. Rothrock, T.J. Storm, Rick Avery, Billy Blanks, Eric Lee, 
Broadbank Cliff. We're, we're going to be there and we're going to celebrate the 50th anniversary of End of the Dragon and the films of some of these amazing martial artists. Now, Tom, throw your two cents in and tell people a little bit about what you know about it. Well, basically, the thing is, is that, as I was saying earlier, we're trying to make sure that we're a go-to place for the convenience of our, our audience. So uh, on the webpage, which is the Sport Karate webpage, www.sportkaratemuseumarchives.com, that they can go, and uh, on the upcoming events page, we have direct information to Action Martial Arts Film Festival so that they can go ahead and they can just push the button and go directly to the site. They can purchase their tickets and remember, and all the instructions there are how to do that and also to help the uh, museum benefit from the purchase of a, uh, a ticket package that will help uh, give money to, ours, uh, uh, you know, to our, our cause and stuff like that. And uh, that's also, uh, there's a, also on that page, uh, DE Chambers, uh, May 9th, uh, Houston International uh, 32nd Annual Tournament as well. And that, too, can be pushed on the button and go right to the button information and go ahead and register for the event or find all the information about the event at that same place. Just go to the website, yeah. and it's right there under Upcoming Events. So there you, there you have it for that particular part. Did you want me to talk about set VR too? Hello? Professor must have got dropped. He's calling my phone. So, yes, you can go ahead. <laughs> uh, if Dr. Reginald leaves here, he can, he can uh, talk to about set VR. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dean Piles. Uh, thank you very much. Um, about set VR, with set VR, you will not be outside looking into our program. With set VR, self-defense, enhancement training, and virtual reality, you'll be actually be immersed, immersed into a program, a simulation program, whereby a hologram will attack you when you least expect it to sudden and random attacks. If you think about a simulation program, the military has their simulation program. The police has their simulation program. You think about it, this is a simulation program for self-defense for martial artists. You've chosen a dark alleyway where bad things usually happen, the hologram will get into your personal space prior to the sudden attack to create an adrenaline effect. It's during this adrenaline surge, the fight or flight mode is where one would normally have a momentary pause, whereby one would lose at least 35, 40, or maybe even 50% of what they've been taught, and whereby utilizing muscle memory or a reflex response will be your only and best recourse to engage and neutralize your attacker. This program will help you develop this reflex response. I'll give you a metaphor. Professor Gary likes to use a metaphor. I'll give you this metaphor. Say you placed your hand on a hot stove. You don't think about removing your hand. You move it by reflex. And this is what this program does. We've given a demonstration of this program on Professor Gary Lee's website and also the United States Hall of Fame website as well. This is also a simulation program whereby you can practice the art of movement moving angular, linear, and circular. As a metaphor, again, 
If you had a train coming toward you, you would not stand in front of the train. You would try to evade the train. This attacker will follow you. <clears throat> you can practice your, your art of movement, <clears throat> your art of Thai Sabaki, moving angular, linear, or circular to place you in a position for neutralization or even a position to avoid the attack. <clears throat> We've introduced a program whereby you can utilize the Oculus Rift or Oculus Quest headset and you'll be transported to a virtual reality platform whereby a hologram will confront and attack you when you least expect it with random attacks. The goal of set VR is to have you to be able to neutralize an attack or a threat that is sudden, unpredictable, and random. For you to be able to practice and improve your skills in evasion through angular, linear, or circular movements, to avoid and place you in an opportunity position of an advantage <clears throat> for neutralization as you practice to improve your skills in timing, speed, and accuracy as you develop muscle memory and subsequently the goal of developing a reflex response or threat to a stimulus to neutralize without hesitation. This is a program whereby you can practice and utilize what you've been taught in cottage and forms in an application program against a random attack to practice anytime, anywhere, when you want. We've implemented a program of mindfulness, of stretching, meditation, exercise, and we'll also introduce you to your own personal yoga instructors. So please continue to visit us at our website at setvr.app. That's S-T-E-V-R.app. We continue to be proud to endorse Professor Gary Lee and the Sports Karate Museum, the future platform of his vision of the Sports Karate Museum in our history portal in SETVR, whereby we have introduced Professor Gary Lee as the Wisdom Warrior at the entrance of the history portal. But before meeting the Wisdom Warrior, one must neutralize the hologram attacker at the gate of the history portal and then brought that into the courtyard to meet the core history generals. Professor Gary, if you're still on, if you can give us some few words about your vision of the Sports Karate Museum and virtual reality with SETVR. Professor Gary Lee. Professor Gary Lee's off right now. We're trying to get him back on uh, back on the air. Um, I would and... like to add one more thing, Dean. Yes. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to add that uh, there is a separate entire page or set VR on the website. You can go to the website and look the go to the drop-down menu, and you'll be able to see the information and the film that uh, uh, Professor, or, or excuse me, Dr. Lee was talking about, and also a button that you can go directly to the full website and have the full experience of the information that he was speaking about. One, real quickly, those of you that have a tendency to use your phone to come to the museum as opposed to a computer, in the upper left-hand corner of the screen on your phone, it may be hard to see, but there is a button with four bars there. That is the button that once you push it, it will drop down the menu, and you'll be able to have the same experience on your phone as you do on a computer, but the computer obviously is bigger and more detail can be seen on a computer. But you can access it on the phone. Just go to the upper left-hand corner and use the button. And with that, I pass back the talking stick. Okay, I think Professor has just got back on the air. Professor, you there, yes, sir? Yes, sir. Yes. Thank yes. you, Wolverine. How are you, buddy? Okay. Doing good, sir. Gotta, Somebody else called okay. in and, and <laughs> called twice and kicked you off. Okay. I, I want to – are we ready to do the set VR now? Yes, we'll just finish it up okay. with set VR, and we're waiting for your vision. Okay. Did Reggie already talk? 
Yes, sir. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, you can uh, tell us about your vision about the Sports Karate Museum and virtually I with Set VR about the history generals and the core generals that you have. Thank you. Thank you, Reggie. And, well, you know, this is trying to get involved with virtual reality. And what we've done, we've asked four individuals who are very, very powerful in our industry to be a core group to introduce the History General portals to set VR. And they are, in not any particular order, Mr. Judge Roy, well, Judge Roy Kerman, who helped invent the two-point kick rule in America. Chris Minshew, an NBL world champion, Texas, well, an amazing lady fighter. George Minshew, the first person to award a gold ring in open competition. And Mr. Mike Dillard, the owner of Bravo Magazine, and Century Martial Arts. Now, these, these four individuals are going to be a core group to be able to show once you beat the hologram and the Wisdom Warrior appears, he'll take you to the gate, and that gate will open up the history general portals. But there's so much excitement going on with virtual reality and what Set VR is doing. Reggie. Dr. Lee, I want to tell you thank you for allowing the Sport Crime Museum to be a part of your vision, Bree Shanahan's vision, Rick Shanahan's vision, and all of the developers. But, Mo Lee, I want to say thank you. Rest in peace, Rick Wilkinson, and the memory that you have with him. Thank you, Reggie. God bless you, buddy. Thank, Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. That was that. I'm going to pass the talking sense over to the, the Wolverine because he's got to introduce. Well, i got to go wake up the Scott Rabbit because Eddie. So well, you got, you got two more guests to interview first, Professor. Or two more of the voices oh, to interview. Right. I forgot. I forgot. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wolverine, I'm an old man. Let me, That's let me okay. introduce my. Let me introduce my last two amazing people of the voices. Now, this person is a, an amazing man. He's a writer, and you can read some of his talent in the latest Masters magazine. And you go to Amazon, just type in Masters magazine. He wrote the recent article on the event we did last year, a four-page layout. It's amazing. He writes for other magazines and he writes stories. But he's an advisor for the Sport Crime Museum. An amazing man. A good friend. And in Hawaii, if we say uncle, they're family. Much Mahana. That's it. I'm going to James D. Moore. Uncle Jim, are you there? Uncle Gary, I'm here. Thank you for that introduction. Uh-huh, well, cool. Thank you for your patience tonight because, like I said, I'm just a, kind of an old man that does things. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not making excuses, but it's kind of a interesting adventure tonight. But I, I love the fact that it's live radio 
and the Wolverine gets to introduce some amazing people, which are one of them. So with that said, are you ready for the question? Yes, sir. The question here tonight is, is your personal martial arts journey really important? And what do you do, Uncle Jim, to build your brand of who you are? I know you own a museum. You own a musical museum. Is that right? Yeah, I have a, one of our businesses, is a, a music catalog, a music library. We license uh, tracks of music to primarily, primarily to film and television. And, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yes, sir. Well, is your personal martial arts journey really important? I know it is, but share with us the brand that you've created through the years being a martial artist. Well, I appreciate that. And before I launch into that, I just want to say that, Uncle Gary, you have at least 10 times the energy of any, any one of us. So and we appreciate that. Uh, you're, you're critical of the martial arts community for sure. The, um, um, yeah, other than family and friends, uh, virtually my entire life has been in pursuit of two areas and, and, I've had to constantly work to balance those two areas. First is business. Uh, I come from an investment banking, venture capital, investment advisory, entrepreneurship uh, businesses, um, very high-pressure businesses. And uh, my second area is martial arts, and I've always had to try to balance those two. So, yes, my journey in martial arts is is very critical to my life. Uh, It's my primary passion, and I have to say the – the awards have been incredible. Um, as far as brand goes, I, I've never really cared much about building a brand. Uh, really, my uh, focus has always been. Over yet. I know I did. My, uh, um, you know, I, I've never really cared that much about building a brand. I guess I've always just been focused on learning and training, and learning and training, and learning and training, which is, again, my passion and. Uh, to me, building a brand has much to do with, with making money, and uh, that has never really been my focus. My focus on making money has been on the business side. Uh, I am working on a book um, on self-protection, self-preservation, and uh, my thinking is that I would like to teach uh, people weekend seminars in that area that may save their life someday. And... Um, uh, I guess I think after my 60-some years in martial arts that I can distill enough information down into a, a weekend course that can hopefully help people. And uh, my focus is going to be on those that are that are more vulnerable in society. Um, that includes, obviously, people that are older or people that might perceive themselves as being weaker and so forth. And uh, I thought about building a brand in that area. There's people out there that do that. But I'm, initially, I'm going to take after a good friend of mine who's one of the top architects in Malibu. And uh, he has a, an incredible network, and I've got a pretty good one after many decades of, of, you know, uh, of meeting people. And uh, he doesn't even have a telephone number. People don't even know how to reach him if they want to do something in Malibu. And I'm probably going to do that initially, not try to go out and make a big splash, but just work through my network. And also want to make sure that I, I'm teaching people that I really want to teach and I think they deserve to learn. And as martial artists, we've been given these amazing gifts. And uh, 
I think we just don't want to just hand them out to anybody. I think we need to to uh, be careful who we hand those out to. Um, my primary master, Sun Tae Yong, uh, Kunju Musul, uh, does want to open headquarters here in Las Vegas. So, so uh, maybe we'll have to focus more on brand, but at least for now, really not my area, uh, not something I really, really care to do at this juncture. And uh, with well, that in mind, I, 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 I always say with you, Uncle Jim, that the brand I think of you is that you're an amazing writer. And, you know, you know, you got the experience the legends last year and you got to write about it and put it in a major magazine and you're coming this year to honor the great Jerry Smith and I would just like for you to maybe share a moment how you feel about the legends and what you wrote about and God bless you because you got a, the gift of the pen you really do you can put it into words on paper what you've done with this this amazing article that you wrote, and the other articles that I've seen you wrote, you got the gift. Now, talk a little bit about the legends, uncles. Well, I, I was uh, I, I was there for the first time last October, and all I can say is it was awesome. I met we we had so much fun. Uh, I met so many people, and uh, just high quality people. A really amazing community. And I think this year's event in October is even going to be better. And the, the chance for me to honor my best friend, uh, Grandmaster Jerry Smith, and I know many others will be there to honor him, is an incredible privilege. And I just I really can't wait. We're very, very excited about it. And uh, it's going to be better. I, I, don't, I don't know how you can top last year's Uncle Gary, but I think it's going to even be better. Well, with that said, one of the things we're doing next year, or this year, the Man of the Hour is part of the Voices. Now, I got to introduce you a while ago, and I can't really top that introduction except to say that he's my hero. He's an American hero, a Marine. Hurrah! He is an amazing individual. He's got knowledge in his little pinky more than I have in the 50 years I've been doing this. And with that said, I want to bring on, again, in Hawaii, if you say uncle, they're Ohana, they're family. And with that said, I would like to bring on Mr. Jerry Smith, the president of the BKF, my uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry, are you there, sir? Yes, sir, I certainly am. Thank you. No, thank you for your patience, your love, your friendship, thank the you. advice. I hear from you every every day because, you know, I've been calling you every day. And I love it. I love it. Now, you know, the question is, sir, you got such a large brand. You've done so much. What can you say about your journey and how you built your brand, Uncle Jerry? Well, I guess I would start by saying, after being around for 60, 65 years in martial arts, I would have to say I am my brand. When I uh, went into the Marine Corps and went to Okinawa and studied with the Masters, 
There is something called the Bushido Code, and it's a way of living uh, for a warrior. And uh, I, I was, I, I really looked forward to learning as much about that as I did the physical part of the martial arts. And um, this, there's something called the Seven Virtues of Bushido. And uh, I try to, uh, you know, live that every day of my life. And uh, I look for the greater good in all things and uh, also look for the greater good in people as well. And uh, the seven virtues are benevolence, respect, honesty, loyalty, uh, honor, courage, and mercy. And I try to live my life by uh, those virtues. And um, I come from a, I'm, I'm, I'm a retired educator. I taught high school uh, adult education and I also taught on a college level. And I've sent a lot of great young people out into industry. Very, very, very rewarding for me. I've also worked with at-risk kids as well. And um, because I live this every day, I am my brand. As a lot of you know, I am the president of the BKF. And 60 years ago, I was the vice president of the BKF. And at uh, a specific point, I was asked by some very honorable men if I would uh, become the president for about the last 10 years. And I am honored. I love my passion for the martial arts. And because I try to live up to the seven virtues. I guess I can say that's my brand. I'll pass the talking stick back to you. Well, Uncle Jerry, we got something very special for you. We've got, well, one thing we're going to be doing, we're bringing some of your family and some of your closest friends, some of your students, talk about you on Friday. And I've got some surprises I'm not even going to tell you on the air. But I am going to tell you that Dean Piles is putting together a haka just for you. Now, do you know what a haka is, Uncle Jerry? I, I don't. I don't, but I'm really excited about it. It's a warrior's it cry. It's a warrior's cry to another warrior. Yeah. And it's done by, you know, six, seven, eight, ten. I've seen it done with 300 people before. But it's a respect moment. That's done by Mr. Dean Pyle, done for you. Now, I know that Dean and Colonel Phil Torres and Paris Kelly, all Marines, are going to be speaking Friday night along with your special guests to tell people what it's like being a Marine. And I know that you're a hardcore Marine. So thank you. Hey, thank uh, you for hey, being the voice. Yes. Gary, Dave Brock, can you hear me? Yes, Dave. Is it okay if I just say hello to the great Gary Smith? Because I love the guy so much. Gary, I don't know uh, if you remember me, Dave Brock. But, uh, you know, I I, I was uh, 
Station, it's Cherry Point, Camp Lejeune, Chihuahua Terrace, Moorhead City, Pensacola. My sister was born out of Camp Pendleton, and my dad was in the Marines for 32 years. So I lived it. I raised it. I was raised Hurrah. in it. We started with judo, uh, Cherry Point, uh, boxing at Camp Lejeune, to, you know, martial arts out here in California, uh-huh. you know. And so I absolutely love you so much. I fought every BKF guy there was, I think. And that, and the most honorable nickname I ever got was A A W B above average white boy. So I, I kind of like that. But, uh, <laughs> oh but yeah, my God! Uh, you, you might know me if you saw me, but that's okay. But anyway, yeah, I you, you know, know you. you're a skinny white kid, Uncle Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I've heard I've heard so much about you. I've heard so much oh. about you, and I think we've probably been on a couple of stages at the same time at some point. And uh, I, 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 but I, I know you're. You are so respected by us down here in Orange County. We love you, Jerry, so much. And uh, <laughs> we really do. We always have. We always Dave, have. Dave so let me. Hot, hot Dog just yeah. called me the other day. We're talking about you. So, let, 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 I mean, let me say this. Thank you so much. It means so, so much. Uh, to me to hear you say that. Thank you a thousand times, my brother. No problem. I didn't mean to butt in, but I've been listening to you. You're amazing. There's not (laughs) enough awards that could go around for you. There's just not enough. You're just something I to me and everybody. David, while I got you in the air, I want to say that October 6th, we're going to be celebrating a tribute to the great Jerry Smith. Yeah, I'd be an honor to get out there for that. And, and, and at West Chase Marriott in Houston, Texas, and we got Sammy Page, Casey Jones, Robert Cheney, Benny Keenis, Jeff Smith, Joe Corley, Tom Spellman, the Marines, the Hawks, special speakers David Chambers, and Peaches Constable, the great Danny Lopez, world champion, Bob Thunder Thurman, I'm kicking butt with this event for Uncle Jerry. I mean, these people are coming in because he is a great man. And thank you, David Clark, buddy. Don't forget, don't forget Mike Stone. Yeah, Mike, (laughs) what a what a make that guy. Yeah, Mike's uh, Mike's amazing. You guys are amazing. Yep, yep. And you know what's really cool is that. We're doing it together. And like the camaraderie, like the brand that we talked about with the voices tonight, is about working together. And with that said, I'd like to give the talking stick to my friend, the Wolverine, and I'm going to go wake up Rambling Cousin Eddie. So with that said, Wolverine, here is the Rambling, or the talking stick. Yeah, this show's been uh, great, Professor. I hope everybody listening at home is really enjoying it. Got a lot of good stuff going on. The voices always come through with, uh, with you know, putting in the work and, and you know, making the topics that uh, you pick, Professor, do good. But, yeah, just uh, get, a, get Cousin Eddie up from the barbecue grill, grill or, uh, you know, drinking. I hope he ain't drinking Bud Light. I hope he's drinking, you know, uh, something else. I don't want him to, you know, start dressing funny. Here I come! Here I come! Hold on! Hold on, Gailey! Hold on! Hey, is it the Wolverine? Yes, sir, it is. 
I looked up all your history, Wolverine. I'm so proud to be able to talk to you in person. And now, you know, tonight we're going to be talking about something really cool called the IQ of a martial artist. Where is it gone? Does people really care about history? Tell me, Wolverine, do you care about history? Yeah, the Wolverine cares about history. You know, on their octagon cage that sits in my school, uh, we have a sign on one of the sideboards that says, respect the past or you'll have no future. And what I mean by that is, you know, so many times in the martial arts, the the newer generation, and, and that's the problem, the newer generation or the younger generation, as you will, everybody in America is going to turn things into a microwave martial arts and get things quick. And most people are just, you know, it's a sad thing, but, it, but it's true. And on Wolverine Nation, we're not going to coddle people. We're going to actually tell the truth, especially when it comes to Wolverine and Cousin Eddie. But the problem is, is that we've coddled people for so long and made everybody so self-absorbed, making them think that everything is just about them instead of, you know, people realizing that what they need to be realizing, rather, is that, it's not just about them. It's about what they can do to keep bettering uh, what we've all done. But that's unfortunately not the problem. It turns into a uh, what about me thing and an ego thing. And so nobody really, I, I do feel like that what you're doing with the martial arts uh, museum, bringing that in and making that sport karate museum history alive with the sport karate and letting people know the legacy of these people is good because at some point in time these people are going to look back and find out because this is the thing. They may not want to hear about, you know, Joe Lewis and Bill Wallace and Mike Stone and, you know, uh, you know Mr. Jerry Smith or any of them, you know, right now because they only want to talk about themselves. But, it, but at one point in time, they're going to want to know, they're going to want people to know about them. And then the, the past will become important to them. See, that's the problem. And what we got to do is we got to keep educating these people on the only reason that they're able to do what they do is because of the people that laid the foundation before them and make sure that they understand the importance of what went on so that they understand that one day their story will be told. Because if they don't, then if it wasn't for you, Professor, and what you're doing, their history would not be recorded either, and it would just be about the next person of the day. And that's the way it would be. That's the way I feel about it, uh, Cousin Eddie. Well, let, me you, let, me take, let me tell you something, Wolverine. I believe that the IQ, the historical, technical knowledge that people need to know when they do martial arts, they need to absorb. They need to read. They need to do what I did with you today. I researched you. I wanted to know who I was talking to. And I'm so proud that we can do this and talk about things. Now, I just think that people can be smarter if they read, if they hang out with people who are smarter than them. And you know what? Martial arts is universal. There's Chinese martial arts, karate, Okinawa karate, Korea's karate. 
and American martial arts. But I yeah. believe over age that we can make a difference one by one. We protect the history one warrior at a time. Well, Wolverine, I got some. I'm embarrassed. I got some girls back in my trailer, and I'm going to go back and visit them. Thank God. And I'll well, it's good to hear, Cousin Manny. I'm, I'm glad back. you got some girls back there. It's great. I'm going to give the talking stick to the professor. So God bless you. Bye-bye. See you later. Hey, Wolverine, I'm back. Yeah, how you doing? Hey, well, you know, I, I I got a lot more respect for Cousin Eddie. He, he he, you know what? There's a lot of people in this world that can't identify what a girl is, but Cousin Eddie's got some back in his trailer, so that's that's awesome. Well, he he can't he can't really read, and he looks at my. Well, Eddie, you don't have to be read to be that smart. That's good. <laughs> and I've taught him how to go to YouTube, <laughs> and he's learned a lot about. Jerry Smith and Tom Feldman and Karen Slasher and David Chambers because of technology. And, you know, as we were talking about set VR and, you know, the things we're doing with virtual reality, we have a chance to change the world. And that's what we're doing with this radio show. And Wolverine, you are very special. Not just because what Cousin Eddie said tonight. Huh. You're special because I know who you are. Joe Lewis called me before he passed away, and he gave me permission to adopt you. And we've been together for 10 years. And I'm so proud that I'm a part of the journey. So God bless you, Wolverine. Well, thank and you, thank sir. You God bless you. Show. And you know what? You know what? You're very special. I want to really emphasize that. So, ladies and gentlemen, well, thank, thank you. you. It's not easy. And we'll be for fighting every week. That's not easy. Thank you so much. Right. Yeah. Okay, thank we'll you. Wait. And I can't wait to get just, back just, to hearing just, Mr. Brock. Just, just, just okay. Yeah, we'll do, we're going to do the uh, Legends Name game. But I want to say thank you to Justin because I know he's going to have a heck of a job editing this tonight. <laughs> yeah. So. But he's a great guy because he's working with the Wolverine. So, with that said, I want to bring out back my special guest, Mr. David Brock. David, are you there, buddy? Oh, of course, Gary. I want to let uh, Dean Piles know that, man, I could listen to him all night. He's a wonderful man, wonderful person. He didn't remember me probably from Adam, but I remember Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I do remember you. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to meet you in an alley. I think you'd, you'd take care of me in about <laughs> five seconds. But, uh, but anyway, a lot of respect to you, and I love talking to you. But I Thank did you, not know, and I'm so honored that I have a, had a chance to say hi to Jerry uh, Smith. I'm telling you right now, I don't think he realizes the impact he's made to myself and Amen. people here in Orange County. He, you know, they got they got the BKF up there, but we've got uh, the AAWBs down here, the Mubbers White Boys, you know, but they're okay. But uh, we we love the BKF. My myself and my instructor Bob White and Bob Mitchell and guys like that. 
We we love the BKF so much. The animal, Bob Mitchell. The animal, Bob Mitchell. Well, Bob Mitchell's my brother-in-law. Bob but Jerry is amazing. I'm so honored to have been on the same radio with him here. Can't believe it. I wanna I'm gonna well, live and die with that one. David, we're ready to play the legendary game. Yeah. Bob White did it. I'm gonna hit you with a name. You got two minutes. Two minutes on the horn of blow to talk about him. You ready? You ready, David? What do you want me to do? I'm going to say a name, and you got two minutes to talk about him. You ready? About Jerry or Bob White? No, no. I'm going to say a name. <laughs> David, are you, are, you, are you not listening yeah. to me, little brother? I'm going to say a name. Well, again, I mean, the BKF is, I mean, I love him. David, David, David. David. Yeah, go ahead. David, I'm going to say a name. You got two minutes okay. to talk about. Here we go. Bob Mitchell, two minutes. Oh, go. okay. Well, well Bob Mitchell uh, wanted to date my sister when I was 17 years old, and I told him it was crazy. He ain't going to do it. My sister said, no, I want to go out with him. I said, no, you're not going out with Bob Mitchell. And she ended up marrying him when she was 18 years old, and they were married for 44 years. <laughs> so, but uh, my sister wow. passed away, you know, a couple of years ago of cancer. So yeah. Bob Mitchell, Bob Mitchell comes over uh, about three times a week over here at my house. We have a cup of coffee well, or whatever. David, stuff, make but, sure uh, you, David, make sure you tell Bob the animal that Gary Lee loves him. He's a great guy. I okay, know, here we I go. know you oh, do. You. Okay, here we go. David Morrow, two minutes. David Morrow. Well, Bob, yeah, Bob Mitchell. Uh, David Merrill. David, David Merrill. Got two minutes, buddy. David, can you hear me? I'm just David Brock. Who you want to speak? David Brock. Talk about David Merrill. Two minutes. Talk about who? I can't understand you, Gary. I'm sorry. Dave Amaro. Dan Amaro? Yes. Oh, Dan. Well, Dan, uh, Dan Amaro has uh, studied about 35 years with me. He was a great wrestler in college, a tough guy, uh, did some time in prison, actually, for some stuff, crazy stuff. But he came out to be a good guy, and I just promoted him to his seventh degree, uh, a few months back. He came out of retirement at 50 years old and won the internationals last year. That's <laughs> not bad. That's pretty good. He's a tough little guy, but he's uh, he's a great guy. He loves you. He loves uh, he loves martial arts. And uh, he moved away up in Northern California from me, but uh, we do online training uh, like uh, Zoom. And then he'll, uh, I told him to go to other places and bounce around around a little bit out there but he's a great guy he's a very smart guy he's an engineer by trade very smart he just got done working on and designing the new uh uh star wars building in los angeles that's going to be absolutely amazing and uh so he keeps busy he's married a beautiful woman named debbie so i i see dan he actually he actually wants me to call him after we're over we're over with here so i'll be giving him a call but uh well, you make sure you tell David. Make sure you tell Dad. I love him. He's a great guy. 
So listen, <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for being on the show. I, I will tell I, him, but I am still in awe. I was on the phone with Jerry Smith. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Well, that's, David. That's my night right there. Okay, David, can you hear me right now? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Good. Thanks for letting me lose my voice by screaming at you. I love you, David Brock. I really I do. Know. Well, you know I'm 92 percent deaf, so I hang in there. You bet, buddy. I love the voices. I love Doctor Lee, even though he he's he does kung fu and nothing against kung fu, Karen. Uh, but I love you guys. I really do. And I'm gonna give the talking stick back over to. The amazing Wolverine. Go ahead. Wolverine, well, here's the talking stick, buddy. Yeah, Professor, I mean, it's been a great show. If there's anything else that you have to talk about, you know. I do, uh, I do, I do. I want to say that I apologize again for all the misunderstanding earlier. So from now on, the show starts at 8 o'clock. That's the number, and you got to call in. 7.45 Central Time, 5.45 Pacific Time, and 8.45 Eastern Standard Time, and nobody's in Mountain Time, so the heck with them. So, I'm so excited about this. Yeah, we'll get up. We'll get it. <laughs> We'll get yeah, some information worry. out to everybody, Professor, as we, as we you know, move through and start, you know, doing more shows. Okay. We'll get it all worked yeah. out where everything will be nice and smooth on that end. Well, we've got the same number, and next week will be smoother because we know the call in at 745, and we'll be on the air at 8, so we're good. So, everybody, right. good night, and I love you guys. I really do. I love you, too. Thank, Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Thank Gary. You Thank you, Gary. Oh. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 See you, Dee.